Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. I want to welcome everyone to Journeys to Success Radio. Uh, a special thanks to Tom Tutal Cunningham for allowing me to sit behind the mic today and uh, do an interview today. And I'm really excited to introduce to you a gentleman uh, that I've been studying and uh, been on his website. So I think you will be fascinated. My name is Chuck Bellina. I'm a personal development coach, and our company is called Results from Thinking. We're located out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. My whole goal is to help you become a better you. And we do that by helping people close the gap between the goals and desires they want and the results they achieve. Today, I have the privilege of speaking with Thomas Gay. And uh, Tom is a lifelong business owner and entrepreneur, having started seven companies, building two of them over $80 million in sales. Tom's firms were twice honored with the coveted Inc. 500 Award, and he was called one of the five best undiscovered CEOs in an individual investor magazine cover story. Uh, his NASDAQ listing, uh, Vista Info, was named a Magic 25 growth company by the same magazine. In 2001, Tom and his wife, Patty, went to South Africa, where they started a nonprofit ministry organization called Monte Cristo Ministries, uh, MCM. So today, MCM feeds thousands of people daily and brings together organizations, churches, and universities worldwide. And uh, their goal is to relieve the burdens of poverty, apartheid, and HIV AIDS in the Cape Town area. In 2013, Tom started his newest venture, a web 2.0 tech firm called Refer.com that is built on his lifelong success in using and teaching relationship selling and referral marketing practices across the world. Refer.com focuses on building trust-based relationships leading to building a thriving referral-rich business and deliver software tools and services to professionals in many industries. Tom serves on numerous corporate and community boards and is a frequent sought speaker on the topic of socially responsible business, relationship and referral marketing, and leadership development. I want to welcome Tom to the show. Uh, Tom, you there? Yes, thank you, Chuck. I appreciate your, your kind words this morning. Hey, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, Tom, I'm going to jump right into some questions, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, so you're kind of considered a classical serial entrepreneur. Yeah, it's a, it's a label that uh, says you can't leave well enough alone. Uh, <laughs> you just keep going and you get another idea and you start all over again. And that's sort of my, my, um, my call in life. Wonderful. Um, some people have the bug and it sounds like you do. So tell me a little bit about the companies you've started. Well, as my um, uh, background states, I've started seven companies. Uh, all of them have been in some area of technology. Um, two of them were involved in working in the real estate technology world. Uh, my public company, Vista Info, uh, provided uh, content to help buyers and sellers and financiers of property understand whether there's a risk from that um, 
location or from that property's position, risk from earthquake, flood, fire, environmental contamination. And um, that was a lot of fun. We pioneered a whole new technology to deliver that. Oh, wow. And then we pioneered a technology in, in another company to help a retailer choose the right physical location to put their store. Okay. Um, put their car dealer. And there's a whole science behind why, let's say, Lexus put their car dealer in that community at that corner. Um, or it could be a fast food restaurant or a home improvement center. And we built the technologies that were used all across the nation for retail um, organizations to make smart decisions there. You always hear about location, 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 right? Uh, there's, it's, it is uh, exactly that, and it is very predictable. If you follow the, the basic steps, very predictable how good a location will be. Oh, okay. We used to say, if you open 10 locations and two fail, they'll wipe out the, the margins or the profits from the other eight very quickly. So why not change the odds and put them in your favor by making, uh, taking steps to prevent those two? Understood. Okay, and that's okay. So that's um, what's your background, if I may, uh, that got you into these this type of industry or that thought process? Well, I've I've a degree in marketing, and I also have a um, a background of having worked from about age ten onwards. So I'm always out there exploring and, and engaged. Um, but my marketing focus was on marketing research, with a with a bit of mathematics. And I'm a strong believer that if you, uh, if you see a problem, and this sort of is, is foundational to my entrepreneuring, if you can see a problem that um, uh, a, a disciplined approach to solving it uh, can be constructed, um, and in my case using uh, modeling and mathematics, then um, you might potentially have a marketplace if that problem is shared or owned by lots of different, different people. Mm -hmm. And so we would, we would bring technology and math against problems of, say, forecasting sales or predicting uh, contamination or um, uh, issues that, um, as we like to say, uh, affect the, the value, the use, the um, insurability, financeability of a piece of property. And out of that came some pretty significant firms that, that we developed. Wonderful. Um, so you speak to relationships and trust in your website. What do you mean by these in the business setting? Well, um, if you go back to some of the earliest writings by some of the, the icons, uh, the Dale Carnegie's, How to Win Friends and Influence People, more current ones like Bob Berg uh, and uh, others who write about trust and referrals, uh, Stephen Covey, the, the um, eighth principle, um, they, were, they all speak to the same overriding uh, foundational principle, and that is people will do business with those who they know, like, and trust. Now imagine if you focused on building trust in an, in an intentional way with a group of people. Uh, the parallel result of your investing in people in that trust building and initiative or endeavor is those who you build it with will want to be in relationship with you and and uh, if you teach them how to how to help you they will in our case we we help um, people build strong referral flow or referral based businesses 
So build trust first. The people you build it with will want to invest back in you in some form in the relationship. Teach them how to help you, and they'll reciprocate. Wonderful. So being my prior background was military, and then I was in the medical sales arena for a while. Okay. And I've been doing personal development now for almost two years full time, uh, having the background in it. And I've been exposed to networking uh, at the local level. Sure. And what I have found is letting people know who I am, finding out what their needs are, seeing how I can help them achieve their goals, um, put, you know, make connections on their end. And then they also understand where I'm coming from and who's a, the best client for me. So does that, is refer.com is that sort of a more systemized uh, or, or as you talked about mathematical and, and, and uh, marketing leveled um, approach to helping people achieve just that? Well, it, it is, but I want to bear in on one point you made because it, it is at the heart of all that we do. And that is when you speak of your being in a network setting, mm -hmm. you're thinking about what, you can do to help that other person. You just described uh, a desire to understand what's good, if good for them or what you can do that's good for them. And that is at the heart of what we do. The uh, principle we stress is give, 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 give. When you give first, the person you're giving to lowers the barricades to the relationship. Trust is the emerging response. Right. And then when I give to you, let's say we're in a networking meeting. I ask you, Chuck, tell me, how would I know what a good opportunity, a good lead would be for you? When you start to see me asking that kind of question, you immediately say, wow, this guy's unlike everybody else here trying to find a deal. He's um, looking to help me. And based on your doing that, I'm going to look to help you. I'm going to want to reciprocate. The force or power of reciprocity is huge in human nature. And that's what you just uh, described by, by what your behavior is there. Good job. I'm an unconscious competent on that. I, being in the role that I do, my goal is to help people. And, and I'll sit down and having been in sales, I'll joke to say I can, I can sell you on my services. But uh -huh. if you don't want to make a change in your life, we fail. And I'm not about failing. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to sell you on my services. You have to want to do it. So my goal is to figure out what you really, really, really want. And once I do that, we can have an honest and open discussion about where you want to go in life and what are some of the barriers that you feel are holding you back. Yeah. And to what you just identified, I have seen people, and I can think of one individual that was new to a, a meeting that I've frequented. It's a breakfast meeting. Mm -hmm. And he walks in saying that his boss asked him to go there and he wanted to see if it was worthwhile to him to attend these meetings uh, for his business. Sure. And he said a few other words to it. And in, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, that's your first impression. And frankly, I don't want to do business with you because you're going to see if I'm, if I can give you everything that you need, how can you use us? And yeah. if, it, it, you know, yeah. and if we don't meet the bill, it, then you're out of here. And uh, what I've learned is I'll sit down and have a coffee. And I've met a lot of people that have chosen not to use my services and that's fine. But what I have found is that they'll come back to me afterwards or they'll introduce me to someone else because I didn't pressure them. I was more about helping them get what they want. Uh, so Exactly right, Chuck. You're, you've, got, you've got the model. And there's a book written a few years back uh, by Robert Cialdini. Now, C-I-A-L-D-I-N-I. -I. He's a um, 
former uh, professor at Arizona State University. The book okay. Is influence. And the re the, the, amongst the many factors of influence, the one that you exhibit by being other-centered versus self-centered mm -hmm. is the, um, the, the influence factor called scarcity. And that is because so few people are other-centered, just as you just described, you stand out. You're the, the go-to person to enter into this relationship because you, you have an attraction or attractiveness because you're a giver. You're other-centered. You're not looking for something. You're looking to give something. And the net effect is it causes that drive to reciprocate, kick into gear. So perfect model there. Wonderful. The name of the book by Robert uh, was, uh, again, what? Uh, influence. It's, it's been published under several titles, and it was published about 15 years ago. It's a great book. You can get a lot of the forces or factors um, off of abstracts from the web, and I swear by those principles. Scarcity, in terms of being other-centered, helps you stand out and drives reciprocity on the part you're standing out with. And that's what Refer.com is all about, teaching people how to be a standout in their marketplace to get people to want to help them because you go first to help them. Wonderful. Um, there, I've, I'm, I can't recall who quoted this, but um, I don't get anything I'm looking for until I help other people get what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. well that sounds like uh, it's a, a Dale, Dale Carnegie uh, foundational principle. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense. And I, I, I know as a recipient of that, makes mm -hmm. me feel more comfortable. So thank you for sharing that. I'm definitely going to look that book up. Yeah. Um, have you had a mentor in your life? Oh, I've had mentors my entire life, truthfully. I, I went through a process just recently where I uh, created what I call a journey wall. Mm -hmm. um, journey wall is sort of a biographical uh, depiction on a whiteboard of uh, my life in five-year increments. And I wanted to just kind of, you know, you could call it a biographical um, outline, but I wanted to ask the question of myself, um, who's impacted me across my life? And the very first line, <clears throat> I had the, the five-year in intervals spread across the horizontal axis. <clears throat> the next line down, sort of like in a spreadsheet, were my mentors. And I, and I wrote down the names of, in, in my case, they were all men. Um, but I wrote down their names, and, and, and for each interval, there was a mentor. And I was, in fact, talking with one just about two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. uh, telling him about, that I'm about to write a book, and he's going to be chapter one based on how he's affected my life. Oh, wow. He's now in his late 70s, and it's like... Um, the mentors will be there if you're open to um, inviting them in and, um, and listening, sitting at their feet and hearing what they could, what they could uh, provide to you. So uh, not sure why you asked that question, but it's really deep into my heart. Well, I know a lot of people, you know, you'll hear different things and they'll say, I, um, you can't do it alone or how'd you do it? Or maybe you were lucky. And uh, I work with a gentleman named Jim Shorkey. He's a very successful business owner in the Pittsburgh area. He is now since retired, and, and we have this business called Results from Thinking. Mm -hmm. And we were at a radio station this morning giving a presentation to the sales folks. 
And the topic came up about seek expert advice and how people who have been successful in their life, if you ask, say, hey, can I, can I buy you a cup of coffee? Can I buy you lunch? Can we sit down? If you were in my shoes, what top 10 things would you do to you know, achieve the results that I'm, I'm going after? And pretty much everyone in the room who have, who have done that indicated that people are more than willing to sit down. And the one gentleman who is the owner of the radio station said that my competitor, we've had sit downs and I'll say, how are you doing this? How did you do this? And he's more than willing to share people who have been successful. It appears if you're, if you're humble, if you're mm -hmm. respectful, if you're professional, I'd like, I truly would like to learn what you've done to become so successful. Yeah. And they're more than willing to share those stories. And it sounds like that's, you were able to identify that resource available to you and you latched onto it and you can identify a number of people that have impacted you. Yeah, I, I, I certainly have enjoyed the benefit of that. And it, it's amazing. One thing about the mentors in my life that, that I can uh, say uh, or share is they always saw more in me as they were investing in me than I saw in myself at that stage in my life. Does that ever change? <laughs> I, I, man, I don't know. Uh, the one thing that, that, that uh, kind of burns at my center today is the opportunity to take what was invested in me and invested in others now. Give it back. Because you. when you see these young people thirsting for um, just a way to understand the world that they're in, Mm -hmm. uh, you get a chance to speak into their lives. It's just, it's, it's a real honor to be able to, to do that today. It's very, very fulfilling. Um, and it's funny you said that. And the reason I chuckled is so Jim coached me when I was in the medical field mm. uh, in sales and uh, we worked together and I, and we had an incredible uh, quarter that uh, I was so proud of. And I was looking forward to the next quarter while he threw me a curveball and said, I'd like you to join me full time in this coaching and mentoring company. Beautiful. And uh, I, you know, I leaped out of a 15 year career. It wasn't an easy decision. And now I get to do this full time and it's a blast and I love it. And I still struggle. I'm probably my worst enemy. And he has, he sees more in me than I do. And I'm trying to match that mentally and it's tough. You know, and, and I don't know why uh, I don't want to be egotistical maybe, mm -hmm. but uh, the fact that I believe in him and the fact that he believes in me, I know that we're going somewhere and I, and I will continue uh, an upward path of success. So when you said that it just registered profoundly with me, you, you, you briefly touched upon a book. Is there anything you want to share about that? Or is it going to remain secret until it comes out? Well, um, you know, I've created, I've started the creation of this journey wall and the journey wall is for me to look into my career, which goes back a long ways. I know the listeners can't see uh, an image of uh, the person you're talking with here, but it goes back um, a number of decades. And I'm using this um, process to try to identify those, um, those turning points, those, those special moments mm -hmm. when the aha happened <laughs> and, the, and the what it was and why it was because I have just been um, blessed beyond all expectation in my life. And I know it, 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 there are just some significant elements or points to, to make and share with people that I'm looking forward to. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a journey of discovery for increased awareness for myself, but I also hope it can be beneficial to others.
I'm sure it will be wonderful. You're going to have to let us know when it comes out so we can uh, let the listeners know that it's out there and they need to go uh, buy it and read it. So I appreciate well, thank you. Sharing. Thank you for that, Chuck. Um, so talking about books, uh, can you name two or three books that you've read that have been impactful to you? And you've mentioned some uh, great people like Daryl Carnegie and Bob Berg and Stephen Covey, but is there, any, is there any particular books that you've read that have been impactful that, uh, or useful in your career? Well, I, I continue to use uh, here, gosh, it's um, 25 years later, um, uh, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Okay. Tell you, that book is so foundational um, that um, it'll never, it'll never um, go out of phase. The lingo may change. Mm-hmm. Technology in our world will change. But those seven elements, they are so fundamental, foundational, um, that um, I would just urge if, you, if one hasn't read it, um, get it and read it. Um, so that's, that's probably the highest one uh, uh, on, my, on my list. Um, I got you. From, a, from a business perspective. I mean, there's so many, so many good, good books out there. Um, the, another one I like is The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Now, when you think of it as dysfunctions, um, you think there's an out-of-order um, element that um, you've got this crisis or need to go and address. Well, that may be the case. We all have those from time to time. Mm-hmm. And yet, the five dysfunctions are really more about uh, how do you build an organization that's effective in working together and teamwork and, um, and building trust. And the very first dysfunction that a leader has to overcome in any company with any team is creating trust amongst the team members. Right. That's the foundational element right at the base. And if you can, um, if you can get people to trust each other on your team at the outset, then there, there isn't any, anything you can't do as an organization. You get that team focused or pointed towards uh, a common set of goals and you'll conquer the world or conquer those uh, goals. So, right. yeah. 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 So those are a couple that I'd, I'd highly recommend. Um, you know, there's just so much more. I, I'm, I'm a pretty voracious uh, reader and, um, and I like to read every, every, all things, history, uh, fiction, mystery, business, uh, so uh, if I can say one thing that's probably set, helped me set myself apart um, within the world that I live in, and that is that's just a passion for reading, passion for learning. And I wonder if it comes with, uh, with maturity, because I know early on I didn't want to read a thing, and it was pulling teeth. And I look at my kids right now, and even my wife, where she struggled to read early on in her uh, mm-hmm. you know, school years. And now she reads every single day. She loves it. Yeah, my wife was the same. It it is something you you can learn, and mm-hmm. you don't want to don't judge someone by whether they were a reader or not. It's just help them to to start where they're interested, and and then watch what takes place, and they'll they'll mature to their own liking. Absolutely. And to your point about technology, being in uh, sales, I had a lot of windshield time, mm-hmm. and instead of listening to talk radio or music, I would get a book on tape or CD and put it in and just sure. listen to that. So I'm, I'm sure. still digging into books and listening to material. 
Yeah, uh, no surprise. It keeps you fresh, doesn't it? It sure does. It sure does. Uh, I wanted to identify something that you said about the book, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, and the language is, is still applicable today as when it was written years ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the books that we work with a lot is Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you, it's, it was written back in 1937. And a lot of successful people have read it. And I think there's over 100 million copies of the book sold. And it's written, the, the, the terminology back then is old, but the concepts are still alive today. And if you look at, listen to a lot of the, the great speakers of, you know, let's say personal development, uh, Jim Rohn, uh, Brian Tracy, um, you know, Stephen Covey, they utilize some of the same concepts just in maybe a different spin or a different uh, character applied to the concept like auto suggestion or, you know, routines and habits or paradigms that people live their life by, Uh, but very impactful. And I think uh, they all stem from the same core belief of sort of uh, taking possession of your own mind and, and going after what you want in life. And it sounds like that's what you've done in your career. Uh, If anyone's joining us right now, I have the pleasure of talking to Tom Gay from refer.com. And um, so you listed a couple books. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I had a couple of notes here. Uh, so you've had a obviously a very successful career. Uh, what comes next? Uh, your, your current firm, Refer.com, we just mentioned. Uh, so what comes next for you? Well, um, I'm, I'm enjoying Refer.com delivers a software product to help people build trusted relationships that lead to more referrals or, mm-hmm. or increased sales. And a referred sales opportunity is the greatest um, potential opportunity of all the different lead sources you might have. And I, and I, I don't want to go into a commercial on that, but, but uh, a, a, a referral has a 400% greater likelihood of being, becoming a closed sale than any other lead sourced um, opportunity. So to answer your question though, uh, the world of nonprofits um, have a great need for better systems and tools and behaviors in terms of how they get funded to support their cause. And we have one nationwide nonprofit um, that uh, I've been working with for about a year and a half, maybe it's almost two years now. And in two years, using our software tools, they've gone from having what what they label as a major donor, 60 major donors, in their case, a major donor gen, uh, donates $10,000 a year or more. They've, okay. they've gone in two years from having 60 to having over 200 major donors by focusing on relationships using our tools. Okay. Now, um, if I, we can have that kind of impact on this one nonprofit um, so that now they can better fulfill their purpose, um, Imagine what we could do if we could unleash the force of relationships across oh, yeah. many, many different uh, causes and nonprofits, both secular and, and, and faith-based. Right. Uh, we, could, we could really change the world. Um, so that's, that's what's really unfolding behind the curtain here at, at Refer. Um, that's incredible. Yeah. Well, I love it because it, it just gives a deeper sense of purpose for um, why we're doing these things at this stage in my career. I get you, it's something bigger than you. Um, 
uh, we'll coach around uh, five concepts of health, wealth, love, happiness, and spirit or spirituality. Mm -hmm. And uh, happiness and spirit, oftentimes, you know, you could be happy, but um, that's just a, 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 a sort of a passing of, of a mood, you know, to have joy in your life. But to do something, happiness and spirit is something bigger than you and Absolutely. to give back. And it sounds like that's exactly what, uh, you know, where your passion is and what you're going after. Well, well, I would, I would put two elements in front of, uh, or alongside of what you just said. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. And one element is if any one of those five is out of order, it's going to affect all the other four. Yeah, absolutely right. So it's going to, it's sort of like a wheel. And if you've got five spokes and one's broken, that wheel isn't round and it's not going to stay rolling. <laughs> You're right on that. And then the second element, and I'm a, I didn't come up with this. I don't know who did, but um, as we go through life, I believe we have four stages in that uh, survival is the first one. Mm -hmm. Stability is the second. Success is the third. And at the top, you can create a pyramid out of this. Mm -hmm. Survival, stability, success, and then significance. And all of us ultimately have a quest for significance. Now, if I can get through the first three, three um, stages, I'm going to have an opportunity to really focus on purpose, my purpose and what significance means. Right. And, and so um, I try to teach people that um, wherever you are right now, keep going north. You've got to be aiming north towards significance and, um, and that you should find significance in all of those five areas that you just described. You're right. It comes down to your why. And until you figure out what your why is, you, you kind of go through the motions. Yep, exactly, exactly. And that oftentimes is the driving force. And once you identify it, it just changes your whole perspective. You can actually get a tear in your eye. Like if, you know, we'll challenge people to get a tablet and write down what they want out of life. Sure. And they can write all this trivial stuff down and it really doesn't excite them, but it's a, it's a dream. It's a wish. It's a want. But then when they really touch upon it and they, and they, they, they fine tune their, their list down to the, the driving force of what really gets them excited and to your point, significance, um, they get excited about it. They get, they get really get thrilled. So being in, in the background of uh, medical sales, I did a lot with diabetes and I would, um, I've actually mm -hmm. taken my materials in back into that industry and talked with some of the uh, awesome diabetes educators in helping them talk to their patients to change their life with diabetes. And one of the key elements I was trying to drill into them is you need to help your patients identify their why, what drives them and makes them, uh, want to do what they need to do on a daily basis, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what their why is or what their significance is. And sometimes it's a, it could be a grandchild or it can be, you know, young kids and you want to walk your daughter down the aisle 10 years down the road and you want to be around to be able to do that. So yeah, the little things in life that can uh, really make a difference. Yeah. So uh, what's one word or tip that you can give to the listeners uh, of this podcast to help them achieve their goals? Wow. The first tip that, I'm going to say you've, you've made that an easy question for me. Yeah, Jeff. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Write your goals down. I agree. If if you don't if you don't have a, a set of written goals, as as I like to say, if you don't have um, goals, uh, then clearly you're aiming for nothing, and that's exactly what you're going to hit. I agree. So. Yep. Um, a, a key uh, here, here's a tip 
to all of you out there who have a, a significant other in your life, or a spouse, let's say. I used to do this with my wife every year. We would sit down and independently write down our goals in five areas. They're very much like the five areas that you spoke of earlier. Yeah. You know, health, business, finance, uh, family, and then um, what's the fifth one? Spirituality. Yep. Okay. We'd write our five goals down independently. Then we'd bring them together. She and, and I, my wife and I, would bring our goals together and share them with each other and go through, let's call it a collaboration of what our hearts were, were called towards mm -hmm. and create a, uh, an integrated understanding and appreciation. She didn't have to buy my, into my goals or I hers, but I sure wanted to know what sure so that we could uh, uh, cooperate and help each other absolutely and so um that's the best i could give you for those of you listening who are part of a relationship like that it is amazing what it does to to turn two into one <laughs> i would agree with you and a lot um so I run a mastermind meeting every week and two weeks ago, that was one of the assignments is we were, we're all talking about goals on a professional level and the topic came up to say, where's your spouse in on this or your significant other. So then the challenge was without imposing on them, go ask them if you haven't had the conversation already, where do they want to, where do they view us in five years or, you know, where do, where do you view, view us in five years or 10 years? And uh, interestingly, it was a difficult assignment. Several people were a little intimidated to do that because it, either they didn't want to know the answer or whatever. But I, to your point, where two become one uh, in a number of ways, especially in a marriage, if you're not on the same path, you know, what kind of, what kind of life are you leading? And if there's conflict, that could be an underlying theme to it. If, if you're focused on business and finance and your wife is not, you know, um, there's yeah. going to be a disconnect, a major disconnect. I love a book called The Five Love Languages. You know, yeah. You'd be talking one language and uh, your spouse talking another and it's not compatible. So it yeah. can really throw you a curveball. Absolutely. That's a great book to uh, understand all this process. Oh, I love using that book in a number of ways and uh, it really gets people thinking. And it's so simple. But, uh, you know, once you start applying it to your life, it kind of opens your eyes. Awesome. So, uh Last question, if, uh, if the listeners want to contact you or learn more, where can they go or how can they reach you? Well, there's a couple ways. Uh, number one is our website is, is, is easy, refer, R-E-F-E-R.com. Mm -hmm. And if you go to our website, uh, there's a little video there and a free tool called the referral card. And I would urge your listeners to, to play that video, minute and a half video, and then get their free referral card. That'll get you started on the process of, thinking referrals and, and getting um, uh, the early steps towards getting people to meet you in, in, your, in your individual marketplace. And, and so that's the first way. Uh, second way is I'll talk to everyone. I'll talk to anyone. It's just, um, you know, I've got an amazing, um, uh, amazing number of relationships from all over the world and if someone dropped me a note and say, hey, Tom, what do you think about this? I'll, I'll respond to you. So my email is tgay, T-G-A-Y at refer, R-E-F-E-R dot com. Um, okay. And you can 
find me on LinkedIn or on all the social tools out there. I'm, I'm, um, I'm a techno user. So uh, in, in every way, I'm more than happy to um, connect and build relationships and introduce people to each other. Um, so that's part of my, my core uh, belief, just helping people grow and reach each other. Wonderful. Tom, I can't tell you, it was a pleasure talking with you. Uh, very passionate about what you do, it's evident, and your, your career has been pretty uh, astounding, and I'm excited about where you're heading. And uh, I'm, I did go on refer.com, and I was looking at uh, some things. I did see uh, what you were referring to, and I'm gonna connect with that. Uh, if you wanna reach Tom, again, uh, T-G-A-Y at refer.com. Again, that is T-G-A-Y at refer.com. He's also on other social media link, uh, links. Uh, so our time is up, and I want to thank Tom for joining us today and sharing his journey to success. I, I hope you found something of value that you can implement in your life uh, to get the results that you desire. If you want to learn more about Tom uh, and his works, again, uh, you can email him at tgay at refer.com or go to refer.com directly. Thank you for listening to the Journeys to Success Radio. My name is Chuck Bolina, and I bid you farewell. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email tom at tomtootall.com for details.